My name is Becky Morgan, and this is Finish Strong. Worldwide, we are undergoing the third wave of COVID-19. At least that's what the health experts tell us. I'm not sure I saw a distinct second wave, as it feels like COVID-19 has been an unrelenting presence in our lives since early 2020. What a few months ago we called crisis and swirling ambiguity, we now call life. You may not know if kids will be in school or at home. You may not know if bars and restaurants will be open or closed. You may not know if your next doctor's appointment will be in person or virtual. But you now know how to handle every one of those scenarios. Spreading equipment apart, requiring face masks inside, sanitizing every surface that hands touch, those are our reality. There's no reason to revert any of that back to prior standards. When COVID is under control, and it will be, we still have colds and other transferable health realities. If you haven't already, it's time to optimize production conditions within these parameters. You now have a sense of how your industry has been impacted by the economic ramifications of COVID. A fairly accurate projection for the next six months should not be all that difficult to make. Demand for individual PPE, for industrial PPE, and for healthcare PPE will continue. We only need so many washable masks, and we will replace them just as with lingerie. The travel industry will take several years to recover, and its practices will hopefully be forever changed by this experience. Most of the hue and cry about reshoring has died down. A new government in the United States is likely to once again identify strategic assets and implement plans to preclude outages of the most critical. But shortages of toilet paper created by hoarders is not a national security issue. Few companies outside those in any national security-based strategic industries will pick up and move operations back to the U.S. Why should they? Whether or not people will continue to leave cities for rural areas to escape the pandemic remains to be seen, but I doubt it. That shift could impact vehicle and public transportation demand and theoretically lawnmower demand. But seriously, those who hated taking care of a house and lawn will continue to hate it after a few short months of reliving it. Downtown living will change, but we will not spread out across the country to avoid other people. Many of us have reset our priorities. Most of those will settle in at some middling level, with neither nightly dancing out or never dining out likely to be commonplace. There will be new versions of old pastimes. Going to movie houses might not return, as much because they were never seen as clean as for any other reason. We might find membership-based theaters, limited to those who live in a building, providing movies, concerts, and more. Packing stadiums will change, as will the economics of those activities. My dining club recently hosted a small group of ballet dancers to perform. We also have provided space to an artist to paint as others watch and walk by. The arts have been hit hard by COVID restrictions, and all of us will find a way to keep them alive and well as we remember how important they are to our quality of life. Your business is different than it was a year ago and likely different than it will be next year. But whether we're in the third wave, the fourth, or some other place of ambiguity, we can and will figure out how to continue the work towards our missions and visions.
That's why they are so important to manufacturers. Making more widgets doesn't excite the world, but a mission and vision that matters to those around us does gain commitment. Just like the arts, if your organization is important to bettering your community, you can find a way to not only survive, but thrive. Your current strategy may only look to the next six months, but that's not a weakness. It's a strength. Evaluate it, execute it, and revise it when needed. You know, finish strong. 